This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on shifting attention. So I talked about uh, wanting to discuss the pillars of happiness. Uh, last parenting podcast, we talked about uh, meaning. Uh, and is there meaning in video games? Um, and you can apply that question to a lot of things. One of the precipitating factors of finding purpose and vision for teenagers is is being able to apply meaning to all that they do. But today I want to talk about attention, shifting attention. One of the key aspects of happiness is attention. Uh, I think a key, the, our patterns of attention is an essential ingredient of happiness. It's how we use our attention. Um, and so the idea is that uh, some psychologists will suggest that happiness is determined by how one allocates their attention. So unhappiness results from a misallocation of one's attention. Um, and enhancing happiness is as much about attending to positives rather than to negatives. Um, so let's, let's look at a little bit of some research here. Over 200 undergraduates were screened for levels of happiness. In the upper 10%, the extremely happy, were compared with the middle and bottom 10%. So extremely happy students experienced, uh, and what they experienced were compared to extremely unhappy students. But here's what's interesting. Those who were very happy or extremely happy, the top 10%, they experienced no greater number of objectively positive life events, like excellent test scores or positive relationships, than those who were in the middle or those in the bottom 10%. So you might expect that these students, they had accumulated more positive events, had more positive achievements, they had better relationships, but they didn't. They must have had more money. No, that wasn't a factor. The difference was how they placed their attention. Their thoughts and their attention were centered on the positive events. The research supports the old sort of um, therapy conclusion from the 60s you know, it's not the it's not the event that happens, but it's your thoughts about the event. It's it really comes down to how one shifts attention, and shifting attention is critical because tunnel vision can become a habit. So, prof- professors at Harvard University they found that tunnel vision, which helps people excel in some areas, they can have a tr- drastic effect on other areas. So, in the teaching of classes, one professor noted uh, that. Um, he found tax auditors, they can be the most successful. They can work for 8 to 14 hours a day looking at tax forms. And, and what they're trained, they're, they've trained their mind to look for mistakes and errors. So they're very good at their job. But when they start leading teams or when they go home to their spouse at night or when they're with their children, what happens is they also see the lists of mistakes and errors all around them. And it's... It, again, tunnel vision can become a habit. And so that's why shifting attention is critical. Um, and so some researchers have called this being stuck in a negative Tetris effect. Um, and, and so they develop patterns of negative cognitive schemas. Um, the same thing can be found with lawyers. Lawyers have three times the level of depression 
uh, when compared to other occupational groups in America. And what, what happens is that many of the lawyers are coming home and they start deposing their children or thinking about quality time with their loved ones in terms of quantified billable hours. So research has shown that by practicing the shifting of attention, we can get unstuck in our patterns. And this is effective even for, for auditors and for lawyers. With some effort, we can also get um, stuck in desirable positive patterns. So in other words, and I wouldn't use the word stuck here, but in other words, you, get, you start being able to process uh, positive patterns uh, instead of negative, you tend to shift your attention. Uh, you know, in the same way we can fixate on things that bring us down, we can be captured by things that are good, healthy, and positive. So to develop a pattern of being gripped by good, the ability to balance being absorbed in the present and shifting attention is the golden mean. So it's that balance of being in the present and being able to shift attention to positive. So shifting attention, it takes conscious practice. And this is something that can be discussed at family meetings, this uh, at family dinners. And again, you've heard me say many times, the best predictor of a successful family is having family dinners. And so, and I recommend that parents set agendas, take time to discuss um, topics. And so one topic is shifting attention. It takes conscious practice because a significant amount of awake time is spent on something other than what people are doing. So another interesting study, a smartphone app was used to gather 250,000 data points on individuals' thoughts, feelings, and actions as people went about their lives. And results showed that people spend 46.9% of their awake time thinking about things they are not doing. In short, a wandering mind leads to an unhappy mind. So going back to how a key pillar of happiness is allocating attention, really it's about being in the present and balancing this with shifting attention. So how does this apply to family life as I conclude here in this podcast? One of the important things is being able to integrate activities into family life that makes a significant difference. Um, so when we think about scheduling uh, our weeks, when we think about discussions at the dinner table, here are some things that can really make a difference in helping us to get in the present. So five minutes of meditation every day, this can improve breathing and present-centered awareness. The importance of prayer time um, and how this can strengthen one's relationship with God. The importance of savoring life's pleasures. Savoring uh, helps us to really live in the present moment. Then there's the idea of of mindfulness, of how individuals can really be mindful, being more present-centered. Mindfulness, it's a state of active, open attention on the present, living in the moment and awakening to experience. So this includes observing thoughts and feelings from a distance without criticizing, without judging. So in families, this can come up in conversations when we can sort of leave criticisms and judgments away and just be 
fully present. Of course, we all have tendencies towards being a self-critic. Um, and this, as we know, those who love art, the self-critic in us can squash our creativity. And it also can take us off the present. Also, mindful eating. So when we think about the discussion at the dinner table, learning how to eat slowly, absorb smells, appreciate tastes over time. Um, and so much is eating fast because we're hungry. And so this isn't going to have a dr completely drastic change on your 12-year-old boy or your 8-year-old boy. But um, it, it's slowly learning, slowly um, practicing mindful eating, eating slowly. And that's where we, uh, the oven timer strategy can be really helpful for families. But all of these things I mentioned, and there's, of course, so much written about these different things. Um, but, the, but, but the idea really is twofold. And so what I've presented here is really twofold. It's being able to be in the present. And I named some interventions that help us to be in the present. And then second, it's being um, – so – and second, it's about shifting attention. And sometimes it's shifting attention to the present and sometimes it's shifting attention off negative into a positive. And let me just end this podcast with one of my favorite quotes from Yoda, Star Wars. And I think all of um, – there's a lot of useful Star Wars – uh, philosophy that can go into family talk. Um, and, and this is definitely, there's some great metaphors where we can just say at family discussions, all right, how does when Obi-Wan, um, when Qui-Gon Jinn says to Obi-Wan, can Obi be mindful? How does that apply to our family life is a great question. Uh, Yoda, he says, a Jedi must have the deepest commitment, the most serious mind. This one, a long time, have I watched, all his life, as he looked away, to the future, to the horizon, never his mind on where he was. Hmm, what he was doing, Yoda says. So it's really getting in the present, being in the moment, and allocating attention and shifting attention as needed. So... Enjoy. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on shifting attention.